Everybody. Welcome to the Active Variable. I am back uh, as your host, Joseph Rivas, ATC. Uh, just want to introduce everyone. I know I missed last week. Uh, here we have John. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm here too, ATC. John Espinosa. Then we have Edwin. What's up, everybody? Edwin here, ATC. And then Philip. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for that great introduction. <laughs> yeah, so moving on. Thank you, Philip. Uh, so how was it last week? Just a quick recap of it. I know I missed it. Yeah, yeah, you missed a pretty good episode. Uh, we met up in my house in Sonora, California. Right. Well, and uh, yeah, it was the first time meeting up in person. And I felt like the, the podcast went pretty well. We're more, uh, you know, personal and uh, less awkward than the other other episodes. Yeah. And uh, you're feeling each other's vibes. And I thought we had a pretty good time. Yeah. Cool. Well, now we should have been there. Yeah. I mean, next time, but now we're in front of a microphone instead of over the phone, so yeah. uh, it should be a good episode today. So, Edwin, uh, would you like to introduce the first topic, please? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, first quarter today, the athletic training topic, we are talking about what is our favorite body part to do rehab on, right? So, for example, we have a lot of injuries that we have worked with and for me I like working with lower extremity one of you guys want to start it off John I see yeah you. yeah sure uh, so my favorite one of my favorite body parts to work on is the shoulder <clears throat> and uh, this is because uh, I like baseball I'm a baseball guy and uh, when I was uh, playing baseball I did some shoulder rehab um, I had a biceps tendonitis when I was playing college ball and uh, that kind of took me out for a little bit because my shoulder was hurting. But um, now as an athletic trainer, I like working with kids who do have, regardless of what it may be, biceps tendonitis, um, a shoulder impingement, a rotator cuff injury, or even like regular shoulder instability. So I, I like working uh, with the shoulder because right, it's, it's personal to me. Right, I play baseball. I throw my arm. I play softball now. Right, still. So my shoulder is still a big part of my life. So I like working with the kids, and uh, regardless of what it may be, either strengthening the shoulder or increasing range of motion. You know, whatever their sport may be. Usually football is what's uh, going on right now with me. So I like to uh, work the strengthening with them, uh, especially with uh, having their elbows close uh, to their sides, doing like a, a closed uh, dumbbell pu- uh, push up. Or just dumbbell push-up, dumbbell press, and uh, to just have them be familiar with that position while tackling, because if you have your shoulders out, then uh, they might injure your shoulder that way. Just like I had a kid uh, the other the other day last week, his uh, shoulder subluxed, and yeah, that was a uh, that was interesting to see. So right now, we're working on shoulder stability and just strengthening that shoulder, increasing range of motion. So the he subluxed his shoulder during practice or during a game? During practice, he um, so he went into forceful horizontal abduction and some extension as well. Uh, and right after that, he came to me and his shoulder it was it was a fixed position. He couldn't move it from that point. And uh, upon my evaluation, he was experiencing some numbness, tingliness, and uh, he couldn't raise his shoulder at all. Zero strength. And um, upon evaluation, he just shifted his shoulder right he did it himself and he uh he reduced it uh, back to normal so position just for our listeners <coughs> what is uh sublux <coughs> so a subluxation is the abnormal positioning of a joint so the shoulder joint is a ball and socket joint so it has very uh various ranges of motion and um so this kid's shoulder it was not completely dislocated out of the the joint itself it was just somewhat abnormal position so slightly out not all the way like a complete dislocation but sublux so that's what subluxation is kind of abnormal position of the joint that's not so much dislocated but it's on a regular or normal position that it may be and also he he subluxed it and it was stuck but there's, yes there's there's cases where it sublux like it gets dislocated but then it actually comes back in but it's still considered a sublux of the shoulder exactly right yeah 
And then reducing. Reducing. So reducing, putting that uh, positioning of his joint in a regular position. So let's say he was uh, more in the external rotation. He put it. He put it back in a normal position uh, in regular anatomical limits. Right. So he reduced it himself. Correct. That day, right? Yeah, right then and there, right in front of me. He just shifted his shoulder, his glenohumeral joint, and he said everything's back to normal. Right? He could move his shoulder regular, touch his back, scapula, uh, full strength as well. He was sore the next day, right? He couldn't do any of those motions the next day after or uh, like three, four days after that. But yeah, he, sub he reduced it right in front of me. So, so what <clears throat> do you like to do for rehab for, that, for shoulders? Or shoulders, uh, it does depend on the sport. Uh, I like doing baseball rehab, so it's a lot of um, rotator cuff strengthening. Uh, I like doing uh, bicep as well for the elbow and tricep for the elbow as well. So I'm not only strengthening the shoulder, but I'm also strengthening the elbow. But I like doing, my favorite exercise is probably, uh, I call it decelerations. So I have an athlete kind of in a, uh, a lunge position, let's say about six feet in front of me. And their uh, their back is facing me, and I'm behind them, and I'm throwing them a weighted ball, it, not too much weight, but I throw it over their head, and they have to catch the ball within their arm slot where they pitch, where they throw the ball, and they have to uh, actively decel the ball from coming down. So slow it down as it's coming down to strengthen the decelerators when they're actually throwing. And that that's my favorite rehab exercise. Nice. That's pretty sick. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. cool. Um, just for mine. Uh, <laughs> Particularly, I like to work with low back pain or just usually people, they don't have an injury. They're just having pain there. And I know uh, the research out there, there is no conclusive evidence stating like what specifies uh, what's causing the low back pain. Uh, but from what I've seen clinically and uh, from what I've heard from other people, they, um, they have uh, like different limitations like uh, tight hamstrings, uh, tight um generally just tight hips so and then usually a weak core but does that equal low back pain no there's um like i said earlier there's no conclusive evidence stating what causes it but that's from what i've seen and from what it from what i do with treatment wise it helps but other times it doesn't so it just depends on on the individual <laughs> but um personally when i do work with low back pain um I, that's what I usually target in terms of uh, mobility-wise is the hips. Um, so I like to like teach my <clears throat> clients and uh, my patients in terms of uh, their range of motion in terms of uh, hamstrings, uh, hip extension, hip flexion. Just because if you're in that seated position, if you're behind a desk all day, uh, your knees are kind of closer to your chest, so that's going to be shortening your hip flexors, and then they're pro they're most likely going to be weak as well. Um, just because they're just in that shortened position and you're not working it out. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about that in terms of what uh, you can do to address um, those deficiencies in terms of you having tight hamstrings, tight hip flexors, um, and a weak core, per se. Cool. Alright, for me, uh, I would have to say the, the great toe, or the big toe. Um, I feel like that's such an a unique place because in my rehab philosophy uh, when you have let's say ankle issues or knee issues there's there has to be a source and not too many people usually think about the great toe because you know you people nowadays they have really crappy shoes like converse converse are like really narrow for you again everybody's different but typically shoes are pretty narrow and that wearing narrow shoes can lead to um, what people uh, condition called bunions. That, that's what it's commonly known as. Mm -hmm. And that really messes up your anatomical alignment um, within your feet. And the great, the great toe or the big toe is such a big um, component in the foot because that when you look at, uh, well, in the, in the books, you know, gait, uh, the walking gait, the great toe is what is important with liftoff in the liftoff phase. So, um, 
typically when you <clears throat> when someone walks and you were to step on the floor, you, your outside heel would touch first, and then you would roll and in a bit of an S or S form, and then it goes to the midfoot and then up to your great toe, and you kick off with your with your great toe. And the reason why I love it so much is because growing up in high school, I'd wear I would run and I'd wear really narrow shoes. And that really messed me up, and I felt like I was getting slower. Turns out that, well, my perception, I got slower because I got, I developed bunions. So I feel that if you were to have great anatomical alignment, you would perform better and you wouldn't have as many issues, um, like ankle issues and knee issues. So, um, yeah, that's probably, that's, that's my favorite. So what kind of exercises do you do or have you done for for that for trying to correct that okay. some issues with the toe so what i like to do as an introductory is um i would have um my patient or client uh spread their toes right you want to have them let's say if you were to give a high five or if you look at your hand and you spread your fingers that's what you kind of want to do with your toes and then if you can't do that, um, you would put like a mini band or a resistance band in between your great toes. And you um, so put them maybe six inches away and just let, let your toes spread out. And then you could even have them do a squat if they're getting bored. Um, while they're doing that, um, it'll kind of teach them to keep their toes spread while they're doing the squat or and and that way you would also get a stretch um within the within the muscles of the foot and then once they're good at that you would have them just uh raise their medial arch or the um the inside of their foot as if they're cupping the ground and okay. that usually does a trick it's yeah. surprisingly really hard for a lot of people to do that just yeah. just to mentally think about what yeah. i'm moving my foot like how like creating an arch like that that's really hard for a lot of people yeah i agree uh fun fact philip and i went to high school for two years and oh, yeah. i didn't even know who he was or <laughs> <laughs> until i met him in the athletic training program just, and uh he mentioned he went to st genevieve high school yeah. and i went to st genevieve high school for uh two years and he mentioned that he remembers me yeah but uh i do not remember phil i but it's but cool though because yeah. i remember him being in a cast oh, <laughs> i broke my arm I, I broke my arm twice uh when i was uh 14 13 and 14 yeah. years old huh. yeah that, that's just a side story that could get to another time but anyways phil um yeah. i would like to increase like the splaying of the toes yeah i can do it on my left foot but not my right foot so right. that exercise that you mentioned would be mm -hmm. I guess a good way to introduce myself to like increase yeah. splitting with toes. Yeah, and then if you can't do it, you know, you would, uh, let's say you sit down and whatever toe you're trying to spread out, you push it, push it to the left or to the right, and then um, cognitively you'll develop that that um, ability to do to spread your toe. I know yeah. with uh, with big toe problems, uh, I like to start off people with uh, using a lacrosse ball or even a golf ball or something just to massage the feet because oh, yeah. usually that those uh, those are kind of pretty tight for them or sensitive, so we kind of decrease that pain sensitivity for them. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll help with you know getting that little bit more range of motion. Uh, I also tell people it's like if you wake up in the morning or you're just sitting down with your shoes off, um, just telling them just to bend their toe back just to right. get that into the extension. Or just even back and forth going uh, flexion and extension mm -hmm. uh, just so they can gain that range of motion and kind of feel what it's like so you they're doing it passively they're doing it on their own right um, and then eventually like you said working on those range of motion for themselves because it is hard it is yeah. um, but what you guys can do at home is even just uh, be, just stay seated you can put a quarter under your big toe and then kind of just try to see if you can um, bring that uh, quarter or coin or whatever, bring it towards you, trying to curl it, and then back oh, and yeah. forth. That's a good one. You could do that one. Yeah. You could do mar marble pickups. Or even a Perfect. towel. Yeah, towel um, curl. Towel curl. Just, just anything right that kind of stress the toes. And then eventually, once you get pretty good at that, like Philip said, 
working on squats uh, or even single leg stability just because you're going to be working on those smaller muscles in the foot that's going to help you balance uh, so those are my two cents yeah i think just to make the connection with how philip started his mm -hmm. his answer which was we spend a lot of time in shoes right mm -hmm. and so because of that we can't separate our toes in the shoes it's all it's like it's one it's pretty much like you got one toe it's like think yeah. think think about having your it's a prison your your hands in a mitt all day and trying to do things <clears throat> like that right yeah. and so just that connection of like yeah if, if you think about it like that well there's things you have to do to try and bring your toes back to their normal anatomical positions and that way you can walk better and and mm -hmm. hopefully you know not put yourself at risk to get other injuries yeah. and and so i'll finish this with with mine in regard to ankle injuries right and uh you guys kind of started that off where like with a lower extremity injury like an ankle you want to obviously talk we'll talk about this later but we'll uh obviously want the swelling and pain to decrease mm -hmm. first yes before we start to do any exercises, right? Correct. Once we got some of that down, some you know decreased pain, decreased swelling. That's when we start going into uh, range of motion, and then we can start doing the the toes, uh, you know, the the toe exercises like yeah. the marble pickups and the and the towel uh, curls and all of that. Yeah. Um, and then we we start going into other exercises that force the intrinsic muscles, the muscles of the foot that travel through the ankle and up towards the lower leg the shin um we force them to work right so we increase the 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 exercises the, we make the exercises a little bit harder for them mm -hmm. but for me it the personal story here for me is that i hurt my ankle really bad playing basketball and i pretty much went up for a rebound i jumped super high like like one foot i'm just playing like <laughs> a little bit higher. <laughs> 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 yeah. What a vert. <laughs> but, you know, I went up for a rebound, and when I came back, my left foot landed on somebody else's foot. And so I got a, a lateral ankle sprain. Worst injury I've ever had. And uh, this was when I was around 23. And I had to be in crutches. Uh, you know, I couldn't work for a few days. Ankle got super swollen mm -hmm. um, and all of that, you know. So so because of that, I got curious about, damn, how am I going to get better from this? And then that's, you know, in that process of that injury, I was already pursuing athletic training. But that was one thing that happened to me that, that pushed me to continue towards that route because I was just like, I feel horrible. I've never felt like this before. You know, the disability of being able to walk normally and, and drive and work. It, it was, everyday activities, everyday. Yeah, everyday right? Activities. Everyday activities, yeah. ADLs, we call them, yeah. activities of daily living. So um, so because of that experience, I, I really wanted to learn more about how to do rehabilitation for lower extremity. And and so the ankle for me is always very, uh, uh, something that I'm passionate about. Whenever I, I see athletes with ankle sprints, I'm just like, I know it feels bad right now, but you you know you're gonna get better. These are some of the things that we'll do and and educate them on on the structures of the foot and where we need to uh, what we need to do in order for them to come out of that and be stronger. Yeah, uh, you just reminded me when we talked when you talked about the <coughs> foot. Uh, this is probably another possible topic is uh, bare barefoot uh, shoes. Whether you know. Uh, what we what what our thoughts on on that? So oh, yeah. we'll talk oh. about that next time. Yeah, yeah. minimalist shoes. Mm -hmm. I have plenty. <clears throat> I know many shoes. brands. Yeah. For the video game topic today, we are going to be talking about live streaming. Two of the more popular um, streaming services are Twitch. Mixer and actually I know there's Facebook gaming and YouTube gaming. Facebook gaming. Yeah. So that's one wow. of the top uh, gaming ones as well. So anyway, so the the topic today is in regard to would we ever do, you know, live streaming with video games and how come we haven't done it and you know, we we know how it works, right? You pretty much record yourself playing 
and you're recording your gameplay, you're recording yourself, your audio, your video, and then all of that goes live, and then you have people that are watching you, and from that, right, you can start your own business pretty much. You have your own channel, and you have your own business because you're creating your brand, and your fans can donate money to you and, and join your your clan or your group or whatever it is. Um, but anyway, so how do you guys feel about that, the live streaming? I mean, if I was good at it and <clears throat> yeah, I was having fun, I would totally do it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of like every teenage boy's dream. Sitting on the couch, playing video games, Get paid getting video paid, games. telling mama, I can do this. Let me pay the bills. Let me pay the mortgage. I'll take you out the trash down. later. I'll, yeah, I'll take out the trash <laughs> later. You take it out. You take I'll it play. out. I'm getting paid. Here, take some of this cash, mama. <laughs> um, so that's that's my point of view on it. Um, but in terms of like my personality, I feel like I'm out, more outgoing. So I feel like I would definitely have fun with it. So in terms of, you know yelling or acting i know these even the people that are doing the the twitch they they dress yeah yeah they get into yeah. it right they get really dress into or it undressed. Yeah. Dress or undressed yeah. whatever whatever suits their floats uh the boat. floats the boat and gets them the, the cash so i don't know about you guys well i mean definitely i would definitely not into that stuff <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i would i would get paid playing video games i mean come on i mean that's that's awesome, right? You're, you're having fun, you're getting paid, and you sit on your couch, right? And you're playing video games. I mean, can anything like be better than that? Having a, that lifestyle? But anyways, yeah. um, I think I'd, I'd play Gears of War. Gears of War, Ooh, that's yeah. the game I'd, I'd have Twitch for or uh, other live streaming uh, programs or whatever. But uh, yeah, and I'd be dressed in a Speedo. <laughs> or whatever you know floats your boat well, like let's, Joseph let's, said let's switch to this then would you okay. ever watch a stream or have you mm, you know what on a consistent basis <laughs> I probably I don't know I maybe I have once and it was a, a girl it was a woman okay okay and I, I I'm not gonna say I got turned on by it <laughs> okay you know, so that. you weren't more there for the video games it was more for the lady the lady of course you know but I mean she wasn't doing anything except moving her hands playing the video game <laughs> uh, making so, sure her hands are above the table yeah okay. exactly so then her, then her mom walked in no I'm kidding <laughs> I'm kidding um, but no I, I really haven't watched uh, somebody play video games yeah you know maybe I, I watched like tutorials you know, okay. how to be better at a game, but that was being, me being yeah. more inter- invested in the game. Yeah. Not so much for pleasure. Anymore. Some of it is actually pretty funny. That's yeah. that's the only reason why I would watch it. It's just, like, basically people watch for entertainment. Yeah. So, I mean, some of it's pretty funny. I think, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. I think it's Stone Mountain 64. Shout out to you, Stone Mountain Damn. 64. Shout out. Uh, I don't know who that is. Me neither. <laughs> he's really funny. He did some call it, it was Battlefield. Um yeah, I'll send you guys a link. It's pretty funny. He gets really into the character. Like, he pretends he's an actual soldier. He'd be like, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday! <laughs> uh, he's just falling out, uh, and then he's just killing everybody, and, yeah. you know, he's doing really good, so... I mean, um, well, not only do you have to be good at the video game, right? Are you going to watch somebody that sucks? I mean... He, well, it depends. It depends, yeah. right? It depends. Because if it's funny yeah, and entertaining, yeah. and yeah, yeah. but... Yeah. For, probably for the most part, I want, would want to see someone that's good just because... Um, or, or decent. Or, or decent, decent, just because yeah. I want to see what they got. But, I mean, I think with some of the scenes with Stone Stone Mountain, uh, he was getting killed, like, ridiculously. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Like, as soon as uh, someone would respond, boom, dead. And then yeah. he would complain. And then, you know, that would be funny. All right. I can get it. What I like about it is the connection about it, right? Because you're like you said like you're an outgoing person but sometimes you don't want to go out (laughs) yeah so you just want to be home and then you can log in live stream and then you got friends or maybe you don't know they're not your friends but they're your fans that they're following you and paying attention to when you're playing yeah and they come in and you start playing with them against them and and now you're having conversations and discussions with people from all over the world so you can express yourself, your outgoing self, without having to actually go out. You can do it from home. So, so there's still a connection aspect to being able to play online, multiplayer, and mm-hmm. live streaming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Philly boy. Oh. What you got? Would you do it? I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't watch anyone. I just find, I find it boring. Because you watch it and then you want to play. So I'd rather just play and make my, make my own fun. I don't know, I don't know. I'm just not one of those people to watch. Is that the same thing as like watching basketball? Yeah. Sometimes I, I just watch basketball and I say, man, I need to go outside and play. So. Oh. So you hear that active variables, you fans out there? Philip doesn't like it. <laughs> let us know what your thoughts up. are shout us out on, like, on Twitter what, if y'all would ever watch it or participate in it yeah I mean I would man if I was good like you said I would do it I wouldn't be animated but for sure damn but, but see like that I feel like that idea <clears throat> that thinking of like man if I was good well you can say that about everything like us doing this podcast we're not good yeah nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is garbage <laughs> turn off now <laughs> cringe <laughs> but we're doing it you know what I'm saying like yeah you gotta start somewhere and so it, it's it goes back to what John said we're like yeah if I'm having fun and, and I can just record myself and have even more fun because of that then why not do it right yeah true Totally yeah. agree. So, yeah. um, back to so what Joseph said with Twitter. Yeah, if you guys want to join Twitter and uh, come to our Twitter page to give us some ideas on other topics for video games or for athletic training or for sports, <clears throat> definitely come by. Yeah. Give us tell a us what out. video game you would play f- or stream on. Tell us. Yeah, because uh, yeah. We're actually, so, some of us are starting to get more into video games now that we're done right. with school. Yeah. Right, True. so now we have a I'm not done with Except school. Joseph, yes. this guy. Joseph is a slave. <laughs> <laughs> Add in, uh, what is it, sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, we have Philip playing... Call of Duty. Mobile. Call of Duty. Call of Duty Mobile. Mobile. So, so he got first place the other day. <laughs> I'm three for three, guys. Three for three. Nice. There, you there you go. Three for three. The active boy. variable. You know, Next. Coming up. <laughs> join, the, join the clan. Active variable. Join the clan. Oh, nerd. Clan. Yeah. All right. And then you tried Fortnite, you said? Yes, I tried Fortnite. And uh, similar to Call of Duty Mobile, um, battle, was it Battle, battle Royale? And... <laughs> And yeah, it was pretty fun. I, 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 I won. I was with like three other people. And, um. Sorry. <laughs> Someone just. <laughs> cut the cheese. Someone, Someone just <laughs> farted. Anyways, yeah, so I, I played on, on a team, Battle Royale, or um, in Fortnite. And it was pretty fun. It was a lot more cartoonish than. Uh, Call of Duty Mobile, and I got to build stuff, so that was pretty cool. And also, it's Halloween themed, so I like went in the house thinking it was gonna be cool. I was gonna see like some, I don't know, something interesting. But I got, I ended up getting chased by a monster, <laughs> and I had to kill it. And I was like down to like ten HP, so I was kind of pissed I, and regretted I went into that house. Yeah, 10 rookie. HP, man. Yeah, ten HP. It's a lot. Out of a hundred, it's small. That's true. Yeah, it's not Minuscule. much. Minuscule. Yes, diminished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yes, is your opinion which one's better, Fortnite or Call of Duty Mobile? Well, I mean, I I can I think we can all agree that I think we feel like say it on three, one, two, three. Call, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Uh, what? Slow, what? Like, I didn't say anything. Uh, yeah, he Call of Duty. Thank you for the vote. Yeah, yeah Call of Duty because we grew up on it, right? And yeah, for uh, either Xbox. I think it grew in me. <laughs> <laughs> Did it finish or is it still going? Modern Warfare 2, man. Modern Warfare. <laughs> yeah. That's the OG, right? That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. OG. No, my favorite Call of Duty was uh, World at War. Because, I mean, it was just the old school guns. And then you had the dogs out when you had like seven or more kills. That was awesome. The I first know. one that had zombies was the one that I got into. World at War. Oh, I'm okay. too scared of zombies. I don't do zombie games. Dude, I love that. Dude, it's okay. fun. No. Zombies was the shit. I get, I get spazzed dope. out. Yeah. Next... Cause the, the the challenge of it, right? Like you you close the windows and yeah. then and then you have to be at one corner and you got you know specific locations yeah, to look at. Sluts coming after you. Yeah, man, that that was fun. Like, you're gonna die anyway, so you might yeah. as well. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, but I say Call of Duty because I grew up on it and I'm just more familiar with that gameplay. 
That's it. Yeah. I concur. Third quarter. We are talking about sports. <clears throat> we are going to finish our conversations about baseball because it's over. Yes, baseball season's over. It's a it's a sad day. It's a great day. It's a sad day for no, I'm me. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, don't you play softball, as I recall earlier? Yeah, so. I do play softball, but I mean that's different than major <laughs> league kidding. baseball. It's a joke, John. It's a joke. You know, everything's personal to me. Alright, that's you good. Know, you come in this podcast missing a missing one episode. Hey man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Make me feel things I'm feeling for. <laughs> it's getting heated in this uh, studio. Anyways, baseball is over. The uh, Nationals they won Game Seven against the Houston Astros, and uh, it was a great, great World Series. Probably uh, one of the best that I've been alive for and watched. I mean, Game Seven, you can't ask for anything better than that. You know, against two two top teams. I know the Nationals being the best team in the MLB. The Nats not even being considered to go to the playoffs after losing uh, Bryce Harper and having one of the worst bullpens uh, throughout the season. But, you know, nonetheless, they made it on top. You know, they made it interesting. Uh, Juan Soto, Rendon, Strasburg, you know, they had good stars and they came up on top. They just wanted it more. That's all I see. So how how much difference <laughs> is there between the level of athletes that are in the Houston Astros versus the Washington Nationals. So the Houston Astros, they had they have three aces. Um, they had Verlander, the Cy Young, Garrett Cole, potential Cy Young winner, and they had Granke, who was a Cy Young winner as well previous years. So those three, you know, th- those those were their aces. That that's they're gonna take them to the top, and they rode them all the way to the World Series. You know, they beat the Yankees with them. And uh, they, you got them there where they belonged, uh, the top team in the AL. And, you know, their hitters, Altuve, Correa, uh, uh, Gurriel, uh, and Bregman. I mean, they're all all potential, you know, potential MVP, MVP candidates. Probably not this year, but in the future. Uh, so, I mean, they're all power hitters, you know. They can hit the ball really well. And compared to, like, the Nationals, where they have hitters such as, you know, Adam Eaton, not the best, you know, power guy. They have a uh, Trey Turner. He can't hit home runs a lot either compared to the other team. But they have Juan Soto, a uh, new uh, rookie who could hit the crap out of the ball. And also they have, um, oh, what's his name, Rendon, MVP candidate as well. Right? But, I mean, these guys play, these players play baseball. They hit the ball when needed to, and they're in the good and the clutch situation. So they, had, they just played good baseball and uh, how baseball should be played, you know, not uh, depending on the homers, home runs. Everybody likes the home runs, you know? Yeah. I like a good home run. I've hit a couple in my lifetime. I've only hit one. Yeah. But it was it was a grounder. It just went straight down uh, uh, yeah, the foul line. Yeah, I had line. a couple of those. It was yeah. great. I had a run for it, but... Uh, <laughs> a running I, home run? <laughs> a running home run. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was a great World Series, and uh, I had fun watching. And the Nationals, you know, they're the underdogs. I love good underdog. And not only were they underdogs, but they're from the National League and representing the National League well. And I was salty they beat the Dodgers, but I probably wouldn't have anybody else win the World Series other than the Dodgers. Of course. L.A. Yeah, LA represent baby. L.A. Sports. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I wanted to bring up uh, Stephen Curry's injury just because, you know, basketball is on its way and, and you know, Three of us at least are basketball fans. Um, I like basketball sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. 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 Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Keyword. Yeah. Um, I made a couple shots. Couple. You do have a weird shot. I do. I mean, I... You're like a baseball player. In. You're not a Take that as a compliment, actually. <laughs> Shooting those curved basketball shots. <laughs> it strikes all day. The sliders. The You're trying to throw a fastball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, so so his injury. Yeah, it's just crazy, just because uh, it's the beginning of the NBA season, and Clay Thompson is also out. So, yeah. and I know they they've been struggling a lot. Just Steph Curry and Draymond Green by themselves. And then Iggy's gone. Iggy's gone. So they 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 have a young team. They don't have uh, I, I don't know in terms of leadership wise <laughs> who they have left. Um, just Green. 
D'Angelo. He's green, yeah. D'Angelo. Because so, D'Angelo's still young. He's still young, so... Um, but he's still, like, a definitely, like, a X factor for oh, yeah. for the Warriors. But right now, they're struggling, and I think they were talking about how uh, they're trying to play it safe and wait till Stephen Curry comes back <coughs> with Klay Thompson and let this team build uh, on the, uh, by themselves. So they're going <coughs> to definitely go in, they're gonna go through some growing pains. But uh, with Steph Curry's injury, um, from what I saw, he was looking pretty healthy and happy. Uh, saw on his <laughs> Instagram, he was dancing around with his cast on. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they move forward with the surgery pretty quickly just so they can get started on uh, the rehab and, um, you know, the healing phases of everything. But, so what do you th- how long do you think he's going to be out then? Well, six weeks. Well, f- well so so something know. else that I heard was that they they were thinking of just ending his season completely, and they just pretty much throwing the season away, mm-hmm. just so they can get a better chance of getting a good draft what? pick, and then next season bring Clay <coughs> back, Stephen Curry back. So now they got you know their two all stars, and 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 they they'll just pick up next season. Where are we in the basketball season, and when does it end? It literally just so started. So it started like two weeks ago, oh. and it ends March. Somewhere in... Yeah, March. April. Or April. I think March it was April. April. 82 games in the season. So you, I think it's April. So, like, Steph Curry, right? If you take him off for the rest of the season, that's what you're talking about? Yeah. If you get, potentially get a better draft pick, how does that work? Because if you are one of the lower teams in the rankings like if, oh okay like if you basically you're gonna tank oh okay got yeah, it yeah okay yeah. same thing with baseball yeah all right the oh. draft pick you you get more opportunities to get a good draft pick the the less wins you have okay yeah right and i i feel like i don't know how you guys if you guys were the coach or the general manager of the team would you guys do that as well I wouldn't i wouldn't, I wouldn't be conservative i want to be competitive but not not just throw the towel because you know, you got to think about the fan base. You got to think about... The they other. were pretty satisfied before. I don't know. I mean, they've won, cons- like, multiple championships. Yeah, so they're, they should be pretty riled up already. Yeah. Um, you know, I know. But they had such a close season, though, last year. Yeah. And, then, and then all of a sudden, it's a complete 180, and you're just going to throw in the towel. Like... I feel like they're not completely throwing in the towel. They're, like, they're, I think they're being smart about it, you know? They're still going to obviously Investing. try with the players that they have that are healthy. But long-term-wise, I don't think they want to bring back Clay or or Steph Curry back this season if they don't have a chance to make it even to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. then they're putting them at risk of getting hurt, bringing them back too fast. Yeah, not 100%. Like not 100%. Right? So... If they already know they're not gonna make it to the playoffs, then why bring them back? Like they they're already struggling with Steph, with, Steph Curry, exactly. not even or just by himself without yeah. Clay, you know. Right. So imagine yeah. uh, now when uh, like Steph Curry when he's just only at eighty percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, I think that the especially in the Western Conference, there's a lot of good teams, and so they need. Clay and they need Steph to be 100%. Probably just another draft pick, you know? So I feel like if they just have Clay back, that's enough to you put them You think so? Back. Because they they still have Green. Rem- they before, still got the big three. Before KD was there, they were doing fine. Yep. Yeah, they were doing good. Right, so so they can still do fine with the three. And now you add D'Angelo Russell. He's still a good player, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that it, I think they, they'll still have a good chance next year with just what they have right now and if they get a good draft pick then obviously that will help as well yeah yeah alright so our last quarter the fourth quarter a featured topic it is going to be 15 minutes long so we have we have a time limit now on what we're doing <laughs> All right, so today our topic is going to be sports psychology and thinking about bridging the gap, right, when it comes to actual sports and when you get injured and how you have to, or what are some some things you can do to deal with your injury, and then also how does sports psychology come into play when it comes to um, esports and and live streaming, right? So. 
I mean, is that even a thing? What What's something that can be <clears throat> stressful or 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 negative about esports where you have to think about sports psychology? So even I mean, I don't play esports, right? I just play video games for fun. But there are times where I do get frustrated when I think that there's like maybe a lag in the video game or I didn't perform to my best, right? I get angry at myself and uh, that causes me to even perform even less to what I would be, you know, normal to, Yeah. you know? And I kind of just, uh, I fall into a pit, right? I just get, keep getting mad and madder and madder. And then like after like three games where I've done pretty much horrible, like played like shit, I'm feeling worse about myself Not, and, and I shot the video game and I'm still feeling that way. So I feel like, you know, video games, they affect me in a certain way because I'm invested and I, I expect myself to perform at a certain level, although I don't play professionally or for money. I, I, I feel like it affects my, my, men, my mental, you know, my, 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 my attitude and, and the way I talk to people. Yes, I know. I remember when I was younger, I played Madden and I was playing against the computer. I was using the Raiders. I was trying to, I was playing against the Kansas City Chiefs and I couldn't beat them for the life of me and I cried because I cried. <laughs> so I, I don't have any anger issues but I was I was pissed like for, they just kept running up touchdowns and I looked I'm like what's the difficulty on and it was like on the highest level so I don't know if my older brother was trolling me but I was pretty pissed that day so uh, I don't know if you if any of you listeners have had a point like that where you just got so frustrated whether you threw the controller at a wall <laughs> or cried but that was my <laughs> moment <laughs> uh, when, when I was younger I I think I played against my dad right it was a baseball game right and then uh, he ended up winning the game and I mean I was kind of a brat at that point and I threw the remote I threw the controller and it broke <laughs> you know, Johnny uh, didn't. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I was mad, and I just threw the remote. But obviously, that's not a, a healthy way to accept, you know, a loss, right? Except losing. So, um, yeah, yeah. No, that that that's a good point because if you're doing that with a video game, right? Like, how are you gonna react in real life when you don't exactly. when you don't win when you things don't go your way? Are you gonna do the same thing with somebody's head? <laughs> yeah. Right? Are you what what so? So I think that's uh, definitely something, you know, to, to discuss. That's, it's important to think about that, that transfer, yeah. right? And I don't know mm -hmm. if we're going away from the topic, but I was going to talk about, like, I remember I did a report in high school, like, does uh, increased violence, is that linked to video, violent video games, mm -hmm. you know? Did you get A on it? Mm, yeah, I did, actually. Okay. I had to create a whole poster. But now nice. that I look back at it, it could be better. Probably could have. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh <laughs> Kanoga Park High. Kanoga Park High. Hey, thank you for remembering. Hey, hunters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um I don't know what are your guys' thoughts on that too? I I disagree. You disagree? I think it's um uh I forgot the fallacy, but it's just a unsupported um claim. Mm -hmm. Like it's such an outrageous um link. Violence games. I would say you can't make a general yeah. uh, link like that, but I think that there are some people that that are just different, and if they play violent video games, that kind of feeds to to who they are. Maybe they are just a violent person, and mm -hmm. they play violent video games mm -hmm. because they like to shoot, right? And they actually play the video game because they have guns at home, and they like shooting the guns in real life and they like shooting the guns in the video game like i feel like you can't generalize like that but there's definitely outliers there's definitely people that probably use that the games for that reason and then they go out and they do things similar to the games yeah i think it's a it's a scapegoat and it's pretty easy to blame video games because yeah. video games are relatively new right and and you could possibly correlate that with the amount of shootings that have been increasing right in america but i mean i've been playing video games all my life uh, i've been playing probably shooter games since i was maybe 13 you know including call of duty remember that call of duty um i forgot which one it was modern warfare but then you were in the airport uh, right and then modern warfare, too. Yes. modern warfare 2 so you're in the airport and then it was you're a terrorist basically oh, yeah. and you shot a whole bunch of innocent yeah. people at the airport 
Yeah, I remember right, that. that. That was intense. Yeah. Was you, had, you, you were in a, in like a bomb. No, you weren't in a bomb. So you had like a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. And you were just mowing people down. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what year was that? Uh, that was like high school. I was in 2010. Whatever Modern Warfare 2 came out. Wow. Yeah. So that, 2012. Is that where you had you can be like juggernaut or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think I did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was. But yeah. uh, that that was like one of the opening scenes to the the mm-hmm. campaign. Damn. But that didn't honestly didn't make me want to shoot yeah. people. Honestly, it probably made me even want to even less. So do that. Some right, empathy right? that came with that. Yeah, right? yeah. Although it's it's a video game, and I can clearly distinguish real life and video games. Yeah. Right, it didn't make me want to shoot any more people. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, like, you know, it just makes you happy, you know? So, at, like like I said, at the end of the day, um, you're going to keep doing it, and it's going to feed into your whole overall lifestyle. Like, um, you're having fun, especially if you're playing with friends. So, it's all positive <clears throat> Yeah. in terms of yeah. a mental health aspect. True. Um, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Well, I mean, I guess people can... I guess one reason people can say that is because um, I would play Zelda, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Zelda, or, Link, you know, Link would have a bow, and then when I had enough money, I was like, hey, why don't I get a bow? So, you know, I wanted to be like Link, or I forgot the other video games, but yeah, like, I guess that's one reason why people would say that. Well, I remember that when I played video games like growing up, but sports games were always my addiction. Like I always wanted to just get, I remember playing the NBA season on NBA Live and I always wanted to be like the the top scoring, I, I wanted to have the top scoring average in the season. So I would be addicted to that. Like I would ball hog or one player just to continue to score points. So I can average 35, 40 points a, a game and be the top one at the end of the season. But I, but I, but I feel like for me that was just like one thing that I, like, got fixated on. Mm-hmm. Statistics. Growing yeah. up, at least for me, it was just the st- statistics of, of video mm-hmm. games, where I always wanted to do something in specific, and it bothered me if I didn't. I was just like, mm-hmm. like. Like I don't know, just I was just like I I need to do this. It's I like have my to do player, it. right? The my yeah, player. exactly. Yeah, I try to get like quadruple doubles every game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, like, when I get mad, with playing video games, you know, I you you, I, you could use a uh, positive self talk right to yourself. Although it's only a video game, right? But nonetheless, it still has me in this mood and right this attitude, right? But I just you know tell myself you know it's it's just just a game, you know um, you know, I have a good life. Right, and I'm good at this game. Right, just right now, I'm kind of off, off my game. And I, you could do that with uh, sports in regular life. You know, whether sport you play, whether it be basketball, softball, baseball. You know, you're you're there for a certain reason at that level that you're playing at, and it's good to remind yourself that when you are in uh, dark times or in you know down times where you're not performing at the level that you should be or that you think you're capable of. Do you think that video games can teach people how to lose? Yes. I'm going to say no. Okay. I'll say yeah. I'm with that. Like, obviously, it's a video game, but losing in the video game still still affects you emotionally. You're upset because you want to win, right? True. So, so if you go, <clears throat> if it takes you to that emotion, then you have the choice to react in a certain way. So I think- You're through your control. But what if you would have been like, no, wait, this is my control. I'm not going to have one. Now you change your mentality of losing. And then when you actually play baseball in real life and you lose, instead of thinking negatively and throwing the bat or your helmet, you're like, wait, this is my helmet. I don't want to throw it, right? So is there any transfer? Like, do do video games teach you? You don't think so? I mean, to I guess to a certain degree, I think playing, you know, actual live sports with other people involved, although you're, you're playing against other people like online, I do think there there are some aspects because I know that this is real life this is my life right here right the video game isn't isn't real so i guess it doesn't affect me that much you know like oh i lost you know although i'm mad at myself I'm, I, I lost right but uh in a real game i do kind of take it more to heart even though i'm playing like slow pitch softball if so i'm more passionate about so i guess it depends on what you're invested in yeah because what you if know? someone yeah takes investment in that you yeah know? exactly like they they get they can get paid for that 
Back exactly, to esports, yeah. like what if they lose and they're the, the stakes are pretty high? Yeah, yeah. So I think it does give you the opportunity to learn how to lose, but ultimately it's up to the person if they want to learn how to lose. So yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so like it just depends on the individual. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Extra points. So remember, for this, we each have. Let's say about a minute to talk about something meaningful to us, right? Yeah. A message that we want to leave our fans with. Um, and so um, for me this week, um, my thing was um, just the uh, the ability to be able to to set up your your goals for the future. You know, because I feel like for me that helps me a lot when I'm able to plan things out. And knowing that every day that I work on certain things and build that discipline or build the habits are meant for a bigger picture, right? Uh, and there's so many things that I can use as an example, but the podcast that we're doing right now is one of them. You know, like my long-term vision for this is to actually create a physical event where we can bring the two worlds together, the community of video gamers, the community of uh, athletes, and and play video games and play sports together, right? And then this what we're doing right now, each episode every week gives us an opportunity to, to build the fan base and and to share our knowledge, to share our experience, to try and make more connections with those people that eventually are gonna be at that event. Right? But you know the planning, like this the podcast is it, you know it, it takes a lot, right? It takes us trying to find a time, coordinated time to come together and do it. Then we, you know, we have to edit. We're trying to spread out with social media as well. So <laughs> plug in for that. Uh, you know, we have our Twitter account and we have an Instagram account right now where we're also, um, you know, trying to push out information uh, that involves video games and sports and athletic training. Uh, but so for me again, it's just the ability to plan. And you know, I try to use my calendar as much as I can. Um, Do you have a physical calendar or on your phone? On my phone. I use I use Google Calendar on my phone. And then also just like the notes app, right? And I just, I, I, I write notes. Like when throughout the day I think about something, I write it in the notes. And then it's a reminder for myself for later on. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll, I'll share with you guys some ideas that I have for future goals with this podcast as well. But uh, I just think that some people don't plan out you know too far ahead and sometimes me you feel a little bit lost right you, you're like well yeah. i i guess today i know what i'm doing but tomorrow i'll figure it out you know and and for me it's a lot easier i think living in the van honestly helped me become even more uh, aware of what i needed to be doing the next week the next two weeks month year um and um just because of every day i knew that it was going to be you know like 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 a struggle just to like figure out where I was going to be sleeping or what I needed to be eating and so being able to prepare just made things a lot easier for me um, but anyways that's my that's my extra point this week just prepare preparation you know long-term goals short-term goals as well all right okay. go for it so I guess my extra point is uh, question your knowledge question question the world around you question why you do things you know, I feel like just having, asking why can can do so much for you. And and you'll really figure out what, what you, um, or who you really are, or what you really want to do, you know. And, um, uh, I don't know, you guys. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, so good. I'll go next. Um, the reason why I couldn't make it to last week's episode was because I had, I had a lot going on in terms of school and I was covering, uh, a basketball game in San Diego. So I had a, the chance to travel with my team. Um, but one thing I want to say is just reflect, um, you know, it's good to reflect every now and again and kind of think about how far you've come, uh, even though, you know, you're going through some tough times. Uh, just to you know reiterate um, that uh, there's 
progression in everything that you do. So with me, I remember I was sitting in the bench, even though it was a scrimmage, I, I felt like time stayed still for a second and I was just, you know, taking a step back and realizing like, what the hell? Like I'm sitting here with um, division one basketball team and, and I'm their athletic trainer. I'm responsible for their health. And uh, if I were to tell myself this years ago, probably like uh, right after high school was over, I didn't try to enlist to the Navy, couldn't get in. Uh, that's a story for another time. Um, and if I told myself that after high school, I would have I would have just laughed and not believed that. Um, but you know, over the, over the years, I remember I just like I used to get anxiety from become uh, being an observation student at CSUN because. I wasn't exposed to this. It was something new. And, you know, I want to do everything perfect. Um, but now I went from this, this shy little kid that was, um, you know, kind of felt anxious about everything um, and everything else. And now I'm, you know, I feel confident. Um, and it was it was a really cool moment to be there, you know, to experience. So, yeah, just give a quick shout-out to everyone that's helped me. Uh, Serena Lopez, you're definitely one of them. Uh, Hopefully you're still listening by this end of this podcast. Um, Yeah, she's one of the main people that's helped me out and uh, helped me figure out this profession as well. So, um, yeah, just reflect. Pretty cool. That's good, man. Steve's awesome. So what I was – my extra points for this week is – people that support you and like you mentioned uh serena lopez what's up serena Uh, (laughs) 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 no having being appreciative and having people that support you is is so important um regardless of what you do in life whether you're playing video games uh being athletic trainer d1 um or you know being a basketball coach um, it's always good to have a support system having friends family just somebody or even like your coworkers, colleagues or you know four friends doing a podcast together uh it's always good to have a support system and appreciative of uh every one of them and uh shout out to my mom and dad but um you know they help me a lot i love my family so it's love you mama love you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i love my family and a huge support system and uh i do want to mention my girlfriend uh, what's up, Angie? Uh, hey, Angie. <laughs> I get nervous just talking about her. No, hands are sweaty. <laughs> uh, huge support. She supports me in everything I do, and uh, I just want to give her a quick shout out. But uh, having support, I think that's important. And um, yeah, that's extra good. points. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, I I think just to finish it off, the best part about the podcast so far to me at least, has been able to talk with you guys at least once a week, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if we wouldn't have this, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be disconnected still. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. I think I that's just a plus for, for this and then the, the, the process of this eventually might turn into something else. But just this and overall, if this is all that happens where we meet and talk once a week, that's good enough. Yeah, I'm yeah, having yeah. fun with it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. For all you yeah. haters out there, make sure you give a like, rate us on the podcast, tell Follow. us what you think, maybe Follow a five us. stars, Comment maybe five stars. three stars. I don't care. Yeah. Just rate us so we know yeah. how we're doing. Comment yeah. trash on our on our post. Okay, not that. We don't need that negativity. Be honest with you. Be honest with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Be honest, yeah. So that's all we ask. And, and yeah, I agree, uh, Edwin. You know, it bring us closer together, and you know, only uh, group chats on you know text and uh, in- Instagram can only do so much. So, being in person and talking is, you know, has helped me for sure. All right. Well, I'm signing off. Stay classy, everybody. All, All right. Stay active. Guys. Stay active. All right. Well, there you have it. Episode five is done, and we hope that you enjoyed it. On the next episode, we will be having an ad by our first sponsor. So stay tuned to hear who that is and how you can help support this podcast. Remember that you can always follow us 
at the active variable on Twitter and Instagram. So goodbye for now and stay active. Thank <music> you.